Hey friends, if you've ever felt like you're at the edge and you can't take any more, you don't want to miss this show. And ladies, grab your guy, because this one is really going to speak straight to the mask of masculinity. Stay with me. Hey there, you're listening to the Living a Limitless Life podcast. I'm Sharon Hughes, and on this show, we talk about mastering your mindset, growing your faith, and becoming the leader you want to be with tips, strategies, and interviews to help you create a life you love. I'm really glad you're here. So come on, let's go. Well, welcome to the show, ladies. You're going to want to grab your guy for this one. I have Tim Cooper of Tim Cooper Academy joining us today. He has so much to bring to the table. I I am just overjoyed to have him with us. He is a recovery coach. He is the author of The Art of Unlearning, and his philosophy is you can never live a life of total fulfillment until you shift your focus to contributing beyond yourself. Tim, thank you so much for joining me all the way from the UK. Thank you for having me, Sharon. It's a pleasure to be here, and um, yeah, I'm excited to... uh give your audience some, um, some value today. That's for sure. So thanks for having me on. Oh, such an honor. All right. A lot of people don't know what a recovery coach is. So let's just jump in and I'm going to let you take over. Well, it's funny because I get asked that question a lot, Tim, what does that mean? What is a recovery coach? And I suppose to put it in the best terms that I've come up with so far is that whenever, when, when, when most people, think about recovery. They normally think about addiction, drugs, sex, alcohol, something like that. And um, Mm -hmm. so mine's a bit of a different twist, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, Recovery coaching for me means that I work with people that have had something, lost it, Mm -hmm. and now want to get it back bigger, badder than they've Mm -hmm. ever, ever could cease to imagine. And um, that's what I do with people. Now, underneath that banner, do I work with a lot of people that have come out of a side of addiction? Certainly I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work with a lot of people um, to, to do with alcohol, drugs, sex, the list goes on. But also, I work with people that have um, had really successful businesses, lost it all through breakups and relationships oh. and divorces, um, and now want to reinvent the wheel, redesign mm-hmm. themselves and transform themselves into this person that when they first come to see me, never could even cease to imagine who it could be. Wow. And that's what I show them what they can actually go and do with their life. So I think that's about the recovery coach summed up, I would say in my words, Sharon. Well, that's amazing. Okay. So now the big question is, is how did you come to this place, Tim? <laughs> that's a long answer, but I'll that's shorten it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shorten it for you. And uh, it's so long because, um, it's in my book, and that's at least a couple of hundred pages. So I'm going to do mm-hmm. my best to break this down. But okay, um, give us the cliff notes. <laughs> okay, so the cliff notes are basically: um, I was in uh, a marriage, a relationship um, where I was constantly being judged um, by the family. Um, I was brought into that relationship because I thought that it was everything that I ever wanted. Mm. I come from uh, a family background where my mum and dad had worked for absolutely everything to give me and my sister the best opportunities growing up. Mm. However, we still didn't have 
the shiny and the material things that I wanted, the Porsches, the Ferraris and all the rest mm-hmm. of it that mm-hmm. all of the boys like, right? All of the, the right. Instagram life. And um, so when that come to me, when I, um, when I married this woman, and it wasn't why I married her, by the way. I married her because I, I loved her a lot and I fell in love with her. Um, however, it, that marriage come with these things. And um, when I was inside the marriage, I was, as I said, said earlier, um, judged quite a lot off of the back of where I come from and what my values were. Uh, that knocked my confidence a lot. Um, I, was, I was always scrutinized for not knowing, <clears throat> excuse me, a name of a wine or a certain place in the world or a hotel. Wow. Or, so it was really tough for me. I really mm-hmm. um, had to dig deep. And, and um, I lost a part of who I was mm. while I was with that woman. Uh, my right. values, um, let's just say, had layers stacked upon mm-hmm. them um, that covered them. And I become this mm-hmm. new person that wasn't really me and wasn't really serving me. Mm. Um, but to cut a long story short, um, I then found that woman in bed with somebody, walked in on it. Ooh, ouch. And, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a killer at the time. But if I saw her now, wow, I'd give her a nice big cuddle and say thank you. That's for sure. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> and, and I mean that in the nicest, humblest way. Um, you know, I'm not at all, um, there's no tox. There's nothing toxic towards how I feel about the woman at all. I just really mm-hmm. feel she's gave me a springboard to find out who I really am. And mm-hmm. I thank her for that, although she didn't mean to do it. But um, yeah. on, so in that moment, I, um, I become a man mm. because the old Tim probably wouldn't be talking to you right now. He'd probably be right. on some bars somewhere because <laughs> uh, let's just say my, um, my family are from a part of London where we don't really stand for, let's say, (laughs) blunt. And um, so I grew up in that moment. And however, although I grew up in that moment, well, I went for a real, real messy divorce. It was messy, messy, messy. And, um, Mm. And I remember as that divorce started to unfold, um, I started to have all of these things taken from me, the Ferraris, the Rolexes, the houses, mm. the, the places that I used to fly in jets and bloody um, business class. They was all gone. And all of these things that I'd attached to my happiness and thought mm-hmm. they were happiness mm-hmm. had been stripped and taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And um, I started to go on a real slippery slope. Um, mm. I started to hit the drugs really bad, cocaine. I got mm-hmm. paid out um, for my house, quite a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sleeping with prostitutes every night. I was drinking. Um, I was just wrecking myself completely. Wow. Anything. What a I mean, story. Uh, I mean, anyone, Sharon, right, that knows about when they go on a bit of a yeah. destructive mission, right, yeah. will resonate with this. But let me yeah. just say this. As we say in the UK, I went in. I went in seriously on that self-destruction. Yeah. And um, I did around sixty to seventy thousand pounds worth of cocaine in about eight months. Wow! Um, so I wasn't messing around at the time, yeah. and um, it got to a point where I decided that I didn't want to go on anymore. Like mm-hmm. I was wrecking my life. I was wrecking the lives of everyone around me, all of my family. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is not something that I um, just thought about doing. You know, in the moment, I've been thinking about this over time. It'd be something mm-hmm. that um, that's really grained on me and worn me down and um, I remember 
it like it was yesterday. It's the 10th of March, 2016, so not so long ago. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, and I remember I'd been on it all night. I woke up, there was rolled up notes, uh, credit cards, Coke still on the table, wow. women's bongs everywhere. It was like I was a mess. And I'd said, I need to go and get myself some food. So mm-hmm. I went down, got in my car. It's the last car that I had. It's a Mercedes C63 AMG. It was my dream car, big six mm-hmm. liter. And um, so I got in that car. I drove it down. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's and get a McFlurry. I mean, <laughs> that in itself. <laughs> but the good old McFlurry, right? Trying to get me out of jail. But, um, so I got there and um, I pulled through the, into the drive-thru and I pulled my visor down because it was quite sunny that day. And I looked at myself, Sharon, in the mirror, and it, was, it wasn't me. I couldn't oh. recognize myself. And I looked oh. back at myself and I said, who have you become? Just look wow. at the state of you. And then that was it for me. So I, deci- I decided mm. that I didn't want to go on. That was, I was going to take my own life in that moment. So wow. got my McFlurries, put the windows down, started screaming on the way down to the motorway and decided that I knew where I was going to do it. I'd thought about it before. It's funny enough, is that my, just off the roundabout by where my mum lives. Mm. And um, so I come round that roundabout and I floored it. I put the car down. It went from like 0 to 60 in four seconds. And um, as I said, right, this is it. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I've had enough. And I put my foot down. And then as I was going around the corner, it was winter sun. And um, the sun come really low. And it sort of blinded me a little bit and sent me off. It, um, it um, sort of took me off the mission, let's say. And in that moment, it's, I can't explain this. Mm. Um, because I'm not, and if there's any guys listening to this podcast, they will get, I'm a, you know, I'm a man's man, right? This stuff mm-hmm. doesn't normally come out of men's mouths. Right. And I'm doing that today right. to inspire other men and maybe the women on this podcast to inspire their men that there's a way yes. out. And, um, that happened to me and it's like time stood still. And when it did, it was like a fast forward. And I remember I fast forwarded and I was at my own funeral. And um, my mum was there, my dad, my sister, all my friends. And they were all saying the same thing. Well, do you know what? It was his marriage that killed him in the end. Mm. He just couldn't come back from it. It destroyed him. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, Sharon, I suppose I just found a resilience that I never thought that I had. I thought I can't go out like this. I just yeah. can't. I've just got so much to offer and mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that now, in that moment, I didn't think it. But in that moment, I was thinking, I can't go out like this. I can't do it to my mum and dad. Mm-hmm. That's what I was really thinking. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I swerved the wall. I drove past it. I pulled up a little lay-by uh, where the bus stop was. And I just, like, completely broke down. And I was in tears for mm-hmm. two hours on my mm-hmm. own, sobbing like a baby mm-hmm. on the side of the road. And then I drove round to see my mum. and. I broke down again. I just told her, I said, mum, I'm just so sorry for what I've become. Mm. And I just want you to know that I'm going to fix this. Like it's going to take a bit of time and mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to fix this. And I'd love to say Sharon that after that moment, it was plain sailing, but right. life isn't like that. <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> this, is, this is not the fairy tale, right? This is the, this is the grit that I'm mm-hmm. talking about. The mm-hmm. things that people don't talk about, you know, mm-hmm. the things that people are going through right now. Right, and um, that not that they can't talk about, and that's why I'm doing this podcast with you and sharing this story. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember that 
it was tough for me after that. I kept having relapses and it was really, really bad for me. But there was this one moment that shifted my whole life. Uh There's been two moments and this is the first one. And it was, I was sitting there after a night again of getting on it. There was Coke on the table and I wanted more. I wanted more gear, I wanted more Coke, Mm -hmm. I wanted more drugs. And I was like, right, trying to ring all the dealers. No one to pick up their phone to me. For some, my phones were off and I just couldn't get it anywhere. And the TV Mm -hmm. was on. And on the TV, there was was an advert. And it's these um, young black boys in Africa or somewhere, somewhere third world. And... Mm -hmm. um, This poor little boy, he must have been about three years old and he was literally had like this old measuring baking jug Mm -hmm. and he was getting water from this little stream. Mm. And the state of the water was, I just like, he can't drink that. And then they showed down the other end, Mm -hmm. there was this other little boy like him Mm -hmm. urinating in it. So he was Mm. basically pissing in it. It was running down the stream and then he was putting it in the jug. Yeah. And in that moment, I just had a moment of realization. I was like, Tim, will you wake up? Right. You have some gratitude here. You can change your life here. You've got an opportunity. These kids have got nothing. And you're worried about where you're going to get your next gram from. Mm -hmm. And um, I had 300 pounds left in my bank account. That's all I had. And um, I rung up that charity and I gave every single penny Mm. to that charity in that moment. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm even emotional talking about it right now. Yeah. And because um, it was, yeah, it takes me back to that moment. But I'm right. extremely proud of, of where I've come from. But mm-hmm. still doesn't stop the pain from coming up now and again, you know. And it's um, absolutely. And when it happened, um, it wasn't so. It was like all of my problems not went away, mm-hmm. but they wasn't relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like I still had them, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It, they just wasn't it wasn't that relevant anymore. And that was when I found out. And that's why you read the strap line at the start of this podcast mm-hmm. is that you can never truly live a life worth living until mm-hmm. you decide and contribute back to this world. Right. And that's where the contribution comes from. There was this mm-hmm. sense of fulfillment in a mm-hmm. moment where I was at my darkest place. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is when I decided that I wanted to go back and help people in the position that I once was. And that is when I decided that I was going to make inroads into being a recovery coach. And here I am today. Wow. So, a bit of a story, but um, you've got to get... <laughs> it's an amazing story. It, you know? so, uh, truly, truly. I mean, the pivots, several pivots in there. And, you know, I, I am very vocal about my faith and I, I truly believe that God uses what was meant for evil for good, that he, he took your story, certainly turned it around. He's using you for good to impact people. And for the listeners, like, I mean, I've admired you, Tim, just from our very short relationship on Instagram. And I step back and I, and I look at you and, and this is what I want the listeners to know is that I see you as truly the, the face of of vulnerable masculinity, like you have taken the mask off and you've shown up. You're like, here I am, the good, the bad, the ugly, this is me. And you're so okay with it. Mm. And what that does for a person when they can take the mask off and just be so okay with who they are and where they've come from and what they've experienced, it it completely unleashes them. And you've done that. It's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, I think it's... um, I think one thing that I really draw strength from daily mm-hmm. is that 
it doesn't matter how dark or how bleak the future may seem. I know there's a way out. Mm -hmm. And um, I've done so much work on my self-awareness. And one, there's a question that I asked your audience this. It's the easiest question. Um, But I asked all my clients it whenever I'm speaking globally, I ask the same question. And um, it's easy, but everybody's going to struggle with it. I know. Mm-hmm. If I was to ask you, Sharon, who are you? Mm. Could you really answer it? And I'm not yeah. expecting an answer from you, but what I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dipping the toes in with your audience yeah. so they can actually say, do you know what? Who am I really? Mm-hmm. Because there's surface layers right? and there's, and there's going there. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is I just go there every day. Mm-hmm. I just know who I am. I know what my intention is. I know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying everybody has to have a moment where they feel like committing suicide to get to knowing who they are. They right. just need to be able to understand that there are tools, strategies, systems, and techniques that you can mm-hmm. use on yourself, psychology and mindset wise to mm-hmm. get that answer out of you more purely than you ever thought that you could. So. Right. You have to get brutally honest with yourself, right? Oh, you've got to. You've got to. You do. You yeah. do. So you have some exciting um, offers for the audience you have I, the Tim Cooper Monthly Academy. Why don't you tell us about that and how people can work with you? Well, it's, um, it's something that I'm super excited about that. And it's, um, it screams me. That's why I love it so much. It screams that authenticity again. Yeah. Because as amazing as my journey has been so far and as fantastic it is to be um, paid to fly and coach people around the world and do talks and all the rest of it. It's a dream come true. And I do pinch myself every single day. Don't get me wrong. I really do. <laughs> but one thing I, um, that come to a head really for me was like the, I've only got 24 hours in a day mm-hmm. and that's the same as everybody else. And I wish I had more, but I haven't. So I understand that I can't coach everybody that I want to one-to-one. I want to, but I can't. And also mm-hmm. some people aren't in the financial situation to pay 20, 30,000 pounds to be coached mm-hmm. by me globally. Mm-hmm. Right. So I get mm-hmm. that, but I want to help everyone as much as I can. So I set up the Tim Cooper Academy to add so much value that people can't say no. Mm-hmm. I wanted to come up with something that if I was back in that position where I was, that I would look at this and go, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of us, need to be told what we need. They need to, we need to right. show them this is what you need. This right. is what you need. So I set up the um, Tim Cooper Academy monthly because I wanted to help people that can't afford so much, but also get, my, get time with me. Right. So once a month, we go live. Mm-hmm. And I've, at the moment, I've decided to completely cap it at just 100 people. Um, that will grow from them. But the reason I did that is because you can get a hundred people on a zoom call and mm-hmm. that excites me seeing everybody's yeah. faces on the call. Right. That's right. what I like. Right. I like emotion. I like to take ownership and see everybody. Right. That excites yes. me. That's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to give back to these people, the, the exact tools, the exact strategies and the exact systems that I put in place with people that pay me thousands of pounds, mm-hmm. but you don't have to pay that. Mm -hmm. And so when you join the academy, you get coached and mentored by me personally. Um, Within inside the academy, there are 12 steps that we go through. 
start off with self-awareness, visualization, accountability, execution, habits, the list goes on, motivation, et cetera. And um, I wanted not just for me to be able to deliver that, but I wanted to add again so much value that people are like, what is this? How can I not take this? So every single month I will get a guest expert that comes on with me for Mm -hmm. half of the call. And that guest expert may be to do with health, wellness, nutrition, mm-hmm. might be to do with investment and startup, might be to do with Instagram and Facebook nice. ads, might just be to do with marketing strategy, or it might just be a relationship coach. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on what step we're on within the mm-hmm. 12 steps. Okay. Um, on top of that, members get um, only member offers. So the exclusive offers with inside the Tim Cooper Academy only that there's mm-hmm. tickets that get released two weeks in advance and it only goes to the members. You get half price off of all of my workshops and seminars by being a member. You get a copy of my book, the art of unlearning. <laughs> um, so this is, um, you get the opportunity to bump up as well into my group coaching. If that's something that what, what people want as well, mm-hmm. weekly emails and on the weekly emails, there will also be a library that got everybody can tap into. Mm. And that is my audio library where I've got thousands of different audios and podcasts oh, nice. and just audio bits that I've done. And also my best of video library, um, which is all in unison that works within my Tim Cooper Academy. And, um, so the Tim Cooper Academy will normally be 197 per month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but right about now, I'm doing um, a founder's member deal. And it is, I can't do it. And literally, for everything that I spoke about, the industry experts, the tools, strategies, the free books, the workshops, every, like the videos, the audio, mm-hmm. the emails, first 50 people is mm-hmm. £47 per month. Wow. That's, that's a deal. 50- it's a steal. It's an absolute steal. And if I was to go down the normal marketing route, that I'm not going mm-hmm. to, but if I was mm-hmm. a marketer right now, I would be telling you the exact amount that people would normally charge for each and indi- each and individual element yeah. of this. And if I'm going to put a price on that, it's a, mm-hmm. well over a thousand pounds. Well absolutely. over. Maybe more, but I'm not here to say, oh, I'm doing it for this and this is this. I'm not here, you know, I'm not here to be like, I'm the guy with a deal. I'm not a salesman, but what I am here to do is add so much value that people can't say no. Yeah. And um, So I'm really excited about that. It's been in the making. I'm excited about that. (laughs) And it's it's really good. So again, like even for for people like yourself, I'll I'll have um, like podcast experts on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've grown their podcast and Mm -hmm. to do with sponsorship, to do with going out and getting investment for it. You know, the list goes on. I work with some amazing people. And the, the good news about the people that I do work with is they're so nice that they just want to collaborate and do this for free. Right. And that's I know. Why it's just Isn't fantastic. it a gift? It's such a gift to work in this mm-hmm. space with people that um, they just believe in giving to other people and seeing other people pivot. That's that, that's that oh. contribution that stole oh, my heart, awesome. you know, three years yeah. ago. That's what yeah. I get up in the morning and get excited about every single day. Oh, I love it. Okay. Of course, all this is going to be in the show notes. Um, I do want to touch on one thing. It's what we started to talk about before we started recording about how men are really taught to suck it up. Don't show you how you feel, you know, be brave. Come on, get on with it. You know, go make a living. 
and suck it so, up. It's so true. And uh, do you know what? I come from a background actually that <laughs> duplicates that message. Mm. And I was brought up in an area that, wow, listen, if you if somebody hit you, you hit them back harder. And then right. that was, it was a brawl. It's just how it works. Right. Was, and my family of like, I'm not saying my family is all like crazy, but <laughs> I come <laughs> I come from um, a background where, um, as I mentioned at the start, that um you know, if something happens to us, it's normally right, let's go back. And I've taken a different approach. Mm-hmm. And um, what I would say is to the guys that are listening right now is look, vulnerability is just a strength. Mm-hmm. It is such a powerful tool to have in your armory. Mm-hmm. The moment you drop your pride and your ego is the moment that you live your true self. Mm-hmm. And the moment you live your true self, is the moment that you manifest everything in your life that you want. All of the money, the relationships, the career, the body, whatever you want is there because people are drawn to authenticity and vulnerability. And I'll tell you why that is because there's so much shit in this marketplace right now mm-hmm. where people are saying you can get a mil- you can be a millionaire in three months and you can do this. And yeah. You know, so which is great for me, Sharon, because I stick out like a sore thumb in, an, in, another, in another way, right? You so, do. <laughs> and it's, it's one thing that I would say to guys is that, do you know what? What's completely changed my life was when I decided that I was already enough. Mm-hmm. I decided that mm-hmm. what I don't need any more. And this is why I wrote my book. It comes from that side of vulnerability in the title mm-hmm. is the key to that. It's the yes. art of unlearning. Yes. It's not about adding. Mm. It's not about new tools, new strategies, new skills, right? You add them only when you've removed the ones that aren't serving you any longer. And um, underneath all of the layers of self-doubt, underneath all of the layers of lack of confidence and self-esteem and not feeling like you're good enough and the fear of failure, Mm -hmm. it's the real you. Mm -hmm. When you tap into that person, Mm -hmm. one thing that I really like about myself is that I just know who I am. And it's so, um, when I get up in the, people say to me, Tim, how do you make decisions so fast? And I'm (laughs) like, well, I've just done a lot of work on who I am, which is my self-awareness. So it allows me to lead with my gut so often. And when I get up in the morning, I'm just super excited. I'm like, who can I impact today? Mm -hmm. And I know there, for me, like there's a lot of guys that need me. I know that, but there's a lot of girls yes. that need me as well, yes. uh, whether it's for the guys or whether it's they need me individually. But one thing that I would say is like that vulnerability and coming from a place where um, you was maybe brought up to keep it in the closet, don't tell anyone, don't show your fears, your emotions, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is for the guys listening right now. I'm telling you right now, guys, that is a slippery slope because mm-hmm. when you go home and you look back in that mirror, it's you against you. And all of them things come to the forefront. Yes. You can hide it. You can bore your way through life. You can make out it's not there. You can wear the mask. You can go to work, make out everything's fine. But when you come home, when you're on your own, you don't fool me. I know what's going on. And until you decide to let that go, you're never really going to live and have the life full of abundance that you really want. I totally agree with you. Oh, my goodness. You know what's so interesting about that point is that women are dying to have their men open up to them. 
completely. There, there's like, there's the clash. Society says one thing, mm. your intimate relationships can, you know, some of them will still dictate, suck it up. But so many of those deep, those love relationships is the women are uh, like, it, tell me who thing, you are. The thing is, Sharon, yeah. there's no, how can you deeply connect with somebody if you don't really know what's Ooh, going on right? inside? Oh, right? My right. relationship with, with Amanda, we, she could tell, if she was here now, she'd be able to tell you what my breathing pattern is. She knows <laughs> me that way. We've done so, because what we actually did was at the start, and again, what this comes down to, I think, with mine and Amanda's relationship was it's so funny when we first met because <laughs> we, I would, I'd had enough. I'd like, I come out, I was on this self-discovery mission and <laughs> I'd been in that place. And then I just said to her, look, basically, okay, we sat down at the table and I was like, right, this is my life. It's in that book. If you don't like it, see you later. <laughs> so she read, she read through the book. And she was like, oh, right, is that it? She went, I think you better read mine first. And I was like, yes, <laughs> oh, that's, that's what beautiful. I needed. So we Absolutely just accept beautiful. each other. I mean, we have fouled our way into this mm. relationship. And you know what, though? What keeps us together every single day? Because just listen, I'm not sitting on cloud nine with rainbows and unicorns. Like, we still fall out. Of course we do. Yeah, we're not the same people, you know. We right. have different views and different right. opinions on certain things, and that's healthy, you know. You challenge each other, and when you challenge each other, you grow. The relationship mm -hmm. grows, and you grow. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, we know so much about each other—the depth of each yes. other—because we'd had enough when we first met each other. We was just we <laughs> we basically yeah. said things on the first date that you don't say until like the third year. Yes. So it was so easy for us to move forward. So nothing oh, no. could ever, because nothing could ever come up now and shock us or derail right. us because we, from the start, we was like, right, let's just say how it is. So we know yeah. both where we are. So. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love it. All right. Everything will be in the show notes below. I'm just blown away at this conversation and how truly authentic you are pulling the mask off, showing everybody, you know, where you've been how you've pivoted, um, how you can impact those that work with you. I want to leave our audience with this, this art of unlearning. A successful life is not built on your ability to add, but your ability to remove. Tim completely embodies this. He is such a beautiful, gifted soul. Thank you again so much for your time and the work that you're doing to help other people heal and create lives they love. Oh, Sharon, thank you so much for having me on. And um, it's been a pleasure. I've wanted to connect with you for a while. <laughs> and, um, you know, as much as you're watching me, I'm also watching you. <laughs> oh, I better up my game. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just a beautiful soul. Oh, I could tell you. that by the moment that you reached out to me. And, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to do fantastic or whatever you do. And I'll tell you why that is because you're on that authenticity path the same as me and people will gravitate and, and you, towards you and you've got a magnetic um, attitude, let's say. Oh, it's fantastic to be around. And we're, people can't see now because we're in video, but it's, um, mm. it's been my pleasure. It really, really has. Thank you so oh. much for having me on. All right. Well, come back anytime. I would love to have you. I'm sure <laughs> the audience is going to want to hear more of you. Once again, everyone, follow him on Instagram. I'll have all of his social linked for you below and how you can um, connect with him to join the Tim Cooper Monthly Academy. 
And don't forget to grab his book, The Art of Unlearning. All right. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you, Sharon.